Welcome to Teach Languages Online, a podcast dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. Now, one of the most common questions I get is, what tools do I need to teach languages online? Well, to answer that, I've made you a brand new free teaching tools guide. So you can stop wasting time searching around for the right things you need to start or grow and start teaching languages online. To get your free teaching tools guide, visit lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teaching tools. Now on with today's show. This week, we've got another previous student from the online teaching starter kit, Jess from French Sunnyside and English Sunnyside too. What I love about Jess's story is how the timing just all fell into place. Jess has been living in Vietnam for almost two years now and we got to meet in real life in Ho Chi Minh City when we were there filming language stories back in 2018. In this interview, you'll learn the exciting ideas Jess has put into place to make her online language teaching her full-time work. Xin chào, Jessica. Xin chào. <laughs> Buongiorno anche. <laughs> oh, so many, so many languages. Where where are you in the world? I'm in Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Yeah. And I've been here for almost two years now. Yes, and we met when you, well, not, not when you were there. We met when I was there, which was great. It was great to yeah, meet in person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, <laughs> it was lovely. And so you were a student. Well, you still are because when you're a student of online teaching starter kit, you get to keep it and get access to everything in the future. But you were a student, I think, probably two years. It was just before you moved to Vietnam. Yeah, right? it was about it was in March or April 2017. Mm. And I moved in July. So three months later. Oh, OK. So, yeah, it was a real... It was a real life changing everything. The time's aligned. (laughs) So where were you at then with your online teaching before joining the course? Absolutely nowhere. (laughs) I was nowhere. I think um, I had been, so I had been a teacher for 14 years in classrooms. Yeah. And we were planning to leave. We had been planning to leave for like two or three years. And I had some private students, yeah, from Belgium. So I had some private students that I was teaching and I was only teaching English at the time because that's my training. And then I thought it would be nice to keep those (laughs) private students once I'm in Vietnam. And I was thinking first to find a job here in a school teaching English. Mm -hmm. But then the, the more, the closer we got to the deadline of leaving, so four or five months before that, I was thinking, oh, there must be a better way because what if I go through all that hassle of finding a job and then we don't like it there or we want to leave and I really like giving individual classes and this could be like better for me as an introvert as well. Um, and I was also seeing that my students were having better results with one-on-one than in groups. And I had been teaching in classroom for so long, you know? And I was very frustrated to see that people showed up to classes, they came in groups of 15, and they were happy to be there, and they liked the classes, but did they really improve? Hmm. Not so much. Difficult Honestly, to not measure so much. Sometimes, I think. It's difficult to measure because they're engaged and they're having yeah. fun, and I'm a good entertainer, I think. <laughs> so I made jokes, and they were really enjoying it, and I think they did gain insight in the language, and they. They, they learn some, I mean, they learn to have more confidence in themselves, definitely. 
But then when there was a test, which I had to make tests and to, to, to make them take them, mm. um, the results were okay, but not as good as they could have been. Did so you I, end those test results where you thinking like, I've taught you this. Exactly. How do you not know this? Right, right. And not once. Like I've taught you twice or three times. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through this in revisions two days ago. Yeah. What happened? So, of course, this depends on many things. And group classes are excellent to learn from mistakes of others. It's, it's, an, it's not all bad. But I thought maybe it's a better op- option for me. Then I just asked myself the, the question, is it, is it a thing? Like, could I teach online? <laughs> Does that even exist? So I opened Google and I typed teach English online. How? <laughs> and I found you. Ah, okay. It's good to know <laughs> that. Go. Good to know that, like, the blogs and stuff are doing the right thing. Yeah, but your SEO works. Actually, yes. the first thing I found was your was your checklist. The mm. first checklist, like, become an English a, a language teacher online in three months, mm. and that's the first thing I I got from you. Mm. Mm. And so, when would that have been? Oh, I think checklist? it was about two weeks before I enrolled. <laughs> See, I remember you telling me this and I love like the timing of this is just so everything just falls into place for you. It's destiny. (laughs) It's incredible. And so what was it then that led you to join? Because you only found me two weeks before and then two weeks later I'm like, hey, I have this course. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So I had the checklist and I realized that I didn't know the three quarters of the things that were on there. Like, what's this? What's that? I don't have, I don't know. How? How? I have no idea. And because it's not because you're a language teacher that you know how to build a business or how to build your online presence or how to use the tech. I mean, I'm quite savvy, I think. And I, I, I didn't, I've, I've never created a website before, but I mean, I use Skype, I use Zoom. I'm in the very early millennial generation, you know, we've, yeah, I was born with it, but I grew up with it, definitely. But still, there were lots of things I didn't know. And then there was this uh, workshop or webinar that you were running uh, about, I think, two weeks later. And that was free, and I enrolled. And then it was lots of tons of information. And at the end, you told us, you know, I'm having this class opening now. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing that, definitely. And I remember this moment of excitement, and I was, I was talking with my husband because honestly I didn't have the money I was I was really I was about to leave and you know I was saving every penny so I had been working like I told you 14 years in in schools for adults I was only teaching adults but in the same school for eight years and in January of that year of 2017 they they cut my hours of like 60 percent wow because English wasn't popular anymore and everyone wanted to learn French because lots of immigrants coming to Belgium. Uh-huh. And they say, we don't have, because it was a school that was dependent on the government, so didn't have the funds anymore to give me that many hours. Mm. So, you know, like the security that I thought I had working for the government isn't there. And so I had no money, obviously, and about to leave. So trying to save every penny, every penny to just go and settle elsewhere. And then... Well, I just thought it doesn't matter. I have to do this because that's my future. <laughs> I have to do it, and and I and I found the money. And it's good that you have this this plan. I don't know if you still if you still have it, but yeah, I had this payment, payment plan, plan. Monthly, 
And I thought, you know what? No, I cannot find the total amount right now, but I can find this monthly amount and I can make some sacrifices because I think it's worth it. It's, I want to give it a shot and I, I can see it. I could see it. And I think that's what you gave us in the in the workshop or the webinar. It was to this vision that it's feasible that other people do it and it's not completely crazy. Mm, mm. It does feel like that in the beginning, right? It does feel yeah. like a moment of, hang on, is is this a thing? I like how you said that because I remember thinking the same thing when I thought, oh, maybe I'll try teaching online, you know, and found a website. I think it was italki and I had my first student online. I thought, oh, yeah, but I can't charge as much. And, oh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not as serious and it's not the same. And, you know, and then I realized, actually, hang on a minute, I'm taking as much time to prepare this lesson as I am that offline lesson. And I'm taking as much time to right. teach the lesson. And, you know, and then I realized this is as valuable. And, you, you know, that student was in China. There's no way I could have yeah. traveled to China every week to teach that person. Exactly. So it's, it's exactly. really amazing, I think, just the, the, the concept of teaching online. And I, I, oh, I love it. I love this, like, timeline of, of, of your story. So, so what happened next then? You had three months. You've got the course. Three months time, you, you, you've got this deadline of moving to Vietnam. Yeah. How did it happen? So, how, did, how did your business happen? How did happen? it happen? So the first thing that I did is that I converted three of my students face-to-face -to, -face to going online. Mm. And so that wasn't too hard because <laughs> they already trusted me and everything. Yeah. Um, and I told them, you have to do it now because I'm leaving. So if you want to continue with me, let's start now to see how it works, if you like it. And if you don't like it, then you can find a tutor here. Because I'm gone. <laughs> so it's yep. pretty much it. And then I tried to work through everything, through all the materials of the course. And I, I came to every uh, group session that you uh, ran, I think almost all of them. And I uh, started branding, trying to find how to work on a website. And it was very overwhelming. But I think every time I was, because this is more of my, my problem, really, because I, I've always felt that I was too late right that i'm leaving in three months and everything must be done and can i do it in three months i don't think i can i'll try and of course it, it had to take more time than that mm. but i figured it's okay and I'd, i had no idea about italki before meeting you so i thought you know i'll just do that and i'll just send my application and see how it works and get my first payments from there I'll continue rewatching the videos and seeing the materials in your course and mm. I'll work from there mm. so that's what happened um, my branding and everything I pretty much had before leaving uh, I think from your website and the name of at the time English Sunnyside which became which then became French Sunnyside and I was running both and then I just concentrated on French I remember, I, I remember the conversation in the group call about your name. I remember you coming and saying, yeah. I've got this name and I, I think I really like it. And I, I loved it. As soon as you were on that call and you said it, I was like, that suits you down to the ground, you know, because you were so smiling, so happy. I was like, yes, English Sunnyside yeah. and, and, you know, <laughs> the idea of making it now French Sunnyside as well. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I really loved how, how versatile it happened to be that I could just change, the, you know, like, oh, but... What if I teach French now and, and you know, it's okay, it just it's French and it's French for English speakers because I know English pretty well, having, you know, learned it academically and taught it for so many years. Mm. And that's really what's where it all blends in, you know. Um, 
there you go. So I had the name. And I remember it's quite funny. In, in one of the first meetings we had, you said, oh, Jessica, teaching French. And I said, no, I'm teaching English. And that's so funny because now I teach French only. <laughs> <laughs> only, really? Only, yeah, because I come to the realization I, I cannot do both. Like, I right. want to create content and good quality content. And I homeschool my, my bilingual, multilingual child. Mm. I cannot do everything. And if I want to do something well, I have to do only one thing. And that's really, it's, it has liberated me because I create content now regularly. And yeah. before when I had some time to write, you know, in, in a blog post or like, what should I do? Should I do it for French or for English? And, yeah. and, you know, in the end doing nothing because I was just stuck there not knowing which business to pick. Yeah. And I made this business choice of, okay, so I have 95% of my students are for French. So I should concentrate on that. Definitely. Amazing. When did that happen? Um, the choice. <laughs> yeah. Or the, or the, the main switch of, of realizing, okay, I'm going to focus on French, not English. November 2018. Mm. Uh, so that so a long is, time after. Yeah, a long time after. Oh, I'm glad you said because I feel like one thing that a lot of people struggle with, with you know, that I've noticed with students of the course is that one of the early lessons is about finding your niche. And I found that right. people tend to get stuck there and say, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing no. I'm doing the course, but now I'm I'm on this lesson and I can't go forward. Until no, I've, no, no. And I you say, cannot know. You, yeah, I say it's no. It's impossible to know. You know, I say, yeah, I don't think the, the, the lesson is is there, but you can still move on and you can still find it further down the line, just like you did. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think it's important because I had never heard of the word niche before either. Mm. So it was a good first question. And but. Yeah, just my niche at, at the beginning, the one I had focused on is nothing. It's not nothing to do with what it's now. And because you have to discover yourself. And this is a question that you never ask yourself when you're teaching for school because you have this program and you follow it and they don't ask you what's your style or what you want to do. You know, what's your mission? What's your message? What do you want to bring to the world? This is not, not the question. I mean, yes, you say, I, I love languages and I want to share my passion, but that's about it. And then you get to do your own, your own business. And I mean, if you have to go through all the insecurities and the hassle of creating your, your business, you have to make it your own. You have to be you and you have to find out who you are, what your mission is, what makes you unique. We were talking about this in... Um, women in languages what is your superpower yeah. and and when you have that then you can really narrow it down and I think it went further and further from me so at the beginning my first niche was okay I'm teaching English to people who want to travel and I'm becoming an expat and I teach at intermediate level so intermediate English for travelers travel lovers hmm. that did not work at all because and I realized this a year later. <laughs> People who travel already have enough English to speak and they don't care about being perfect. They don't care about, right. you know, it would be if it was like traveling English for traveling at, at the beginner level, that might work mm. because they don't know anything and it will give them give them the opportunity to, to move or to travel abroad. But if you're intermediate, that's about that's about it. That's good. You, you can, can get speak. by. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's all these people want. So that there was a big flaw there, which I could only see by try and try and error. Yeah. The only way. Yeah. No, that's that's true. It's it's the experience exactly. of it, and then realizing as you go, oh, it's okay. This can change, 
and this can exactly it's that don't that have has shaped it everything yeah exactly yeah so what does what do things to... look like now so we're talking about what did we say it was march 2017 when you enrolled yes and we're recording this in march 2019 so two years yes. on from enrollment almost yes. two years now from moving to vietnam yes. what, what does it look like we know we've got this shift from english to french and and what is it that you offer people so shift from english to french most importantly not maybe not most importantly but that the biggest shift for me is to realize how to include my passions together hmm. And this is also something I learned in your course with the um, Ikigai that you showed us. Remember? This is the Ikigai, right? The, the Japanese thing that you have to... Isn't it Ikigai? Oh, the Venn diagram. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd never had another name for it. Oh, cool. Ikigai is the Japanese Ikigai. name for it. Oh, amazing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And the so, what you love, what you're good at, what people want, and then you get a nice thing in the middle sweet spot exactly yeah. your mission this is your mission your vocation what you should do <laughs> exactly yeah. and I realized my other passion is self-development and mindfulness mm. and the more I taught and the more I realized this is what I do this is what like my superpower is to have a lot of empathy and to understand people and to make them understand themselves mm. themselves and this I already knew but not if, until you don't put words on it and that you realize that this could be it, this could be your niche, this could be what your mission is in the world, then it's, it exists, but it's not as clear mm. and you cannot really market it. And I realized that most of the conversations I was having with my students were about themselves, their feelings, you know, when they're lost in life and how to find another direction and I, I, all of that. And I realized myself that I do use languages to understand myself better, that, you know, how we have slightly different personalities in the languages we speak and how I use journaling in English since I was 13. And this has really helped me find a voice mm. in the language. So journaling as self-development has helped me improve my English. But journaling in English has also helped me improve myself as a yeah. person. Yeah. So it's like this. You know, it's like a full circle. Yeah. Right? So you've seen this so from tried your to own learning. And yeah, sorry, yes. go on, go on. Exactly. I think you're going to say what exactly. I was going to ask. <laughs> so I thought I can just like implement this personal development and mindfulness for better results as learning a language, you know, because the four principles of mindfulness are non-judgment, like being non-judgmental, accepting what the situation today, not your level yesterday compared to the day before, just you today, accepting that, accepting mistakes, seeing them as opportunities to grow and to learn from and letting them go. Because if you stay in the moment, then your mistake, your mistake is already gone. So don't worry about it. Just enter the flow of being in the conversation or being in the learning moment. Enjoy the process, because I think that's key when you are at this intermediate level. If you don't enjoy the process and everything is just hard and you do these exercises all the time and you feel that, oh, I'm not having, you know, the instant gratification of succeeding or, or, or improving, which you don't get when you get at intermediate level. It, you don't have this gratification anymore. It has, your motivation has to come from somewhere else. And that's from pleasure. 
but you cannot you can only have pleasure if you're in the now and in the flow so i'm trying to get this and to bring my students to see that and i teach them how to be non-judgmental how to be accepting how to not beat themselves up when they make a mistake and i'm just like moving on moving on that's okay that's yeah. all right we all make mistakes it doesn't matter how to be concentrated and how to focus on pleasure and at the same time the conversations we have and the subjects we read about and the documentaries we watch are all about a point of self-development. So your values, um, what is success to you, what are you proud of, you know, those kind of, what are your strengths, your weaknesses, things like that. Mm. And that works wonderfully. <laughs> Interesting. And so this is one-on-one -on -one lessons? Yes. Yeah. And do you offer Mostly anything else? for now. For now? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. For now, for now. So, one-on-one um, -on -one lessons for now. I'm organizing a French retreat this oh. summer in Nice. And I wanted Amazing. somewhere sunny because it's French sunny side, right? It's not French rainy side. <laughs> of course, of course. Yep. <laughs> That's why we're going to the French Riviera for, for six days. And I'm organizing there every morning. So, it's 18, no, 15 hours of a mindful workshop. So teaching the students present with actionable things, actionable lessons, how to bring more mindfulness to their learning and let go of self-judgment. So I want to do this, you know, non-judgmental is non-judgment is very easy when you speak to someone else because we tend to have more empathy and compassion for others than we have for ourselves. So since we are a group, I want to put them face to face with other people, their level, with the same struggles and address them and then with the same kindness address themselves. Wow. And will this all be happening in French? Yes. Wow. Oh, My that's students, so yeah, cool. So it's intermediate, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll speak slowly. I'm sure that with movements and things, they'll be able yeah. to, to follow. And we have this kind of conversations already in classes, so I'm sure that it will be... It will be okay. Yeah, it's full immersion. So that's the morning program. And then, of course, in the afternoon, we'll be having fun in Nice and doing some guided tours and having wine on the beach and discussions on the beach at night. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Oh, that sounds amazing. And that will be the first one this summer. It will be the first one. Yeah. And I'm planning to follow it, to make it to to what to have something following up after that to have this online workshop then for people who couldn't attend brilliant that sounds amazing yeah. that sounds like you've got a good plan going forward yeah i think i finally understand <laughs> the logic of things like which order you know yeah. how to do things and that that took time yeah so two years after because you, you think about what i was offering but also so this is the niche two years after, and this is what I'm doing. Mm. But also, as terms of like technical development, I finally have my website figured out. <laughs> <laughs> that takes time too, for sure. <laughs> well, because you have an idea and you want things to look like your branding. Or, but I mm. always stuck with the same, the same fonts and the same colors. I try not to move from that because they were my favorite colors. So that was easy. That was also one of your advice. Mm. So I just kept with that because I like it. So why, why change it? That's great. Um, and I'm more consistent on Instagram as well. I was on and off with Instagram, really. I was really full on at the beginning. And then I realized with English Sunnyside that most of my followers, like I've reached 2000 something. Mm. 
in about a year and a half, but not much engagement. Mm. And when I launched French Sunnyside, I didn't really, you know, go and look for followers. I was just giving content and maybe were maybe I was being more generous with it, not trying to not trying for it to lead anywhere, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that created a more authentic engagement and I'm really happy with my French Instagram now so I post every day yeah. videos and some English some French tips and some mindful quotes that ask people to translate and I have this video that's called what did the teacher say where I just say a few, couple of sentences about my life yeah quite fast because it's intermediate I want them to have a challenge and they have to write it down in the comments and that that works pretty well Fantastic. I, so, launched, I, I launched my YouTube channel as ooh, well. <laughs> was that recent? Oh, uh, quite. I think the first video was in July 2018. Yeah. And then it took me a bit of time to be consistent as well. And I think now I have about one video a week. So it's vlogging in yeah. Vietnam in French. Fantastic. So I wanted to give students, you know, this, this, just this immersion experience. You just watch something that is fun about holidays and it's from French and I'm not making any efforts to be understandable because that's mm. what I need when I, when I, you know, practice Italian, for example. I don't want someone to speak like this to me in a grammar class. I want someone to speak naturally in a real life situation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to create. There you go. I think that's cool. That's so, so Instagram and YouTube—they're your main. So, Instagram is your main social media. Yes. YouTube—is that your main form of content? Um, I think I no. I think I I write on my blog more often. Mm. My blog is my is my main content. So where is where is the main place where my content is blogging? Yes, definitely because you know yeah. it's. And it's nice to read as well. <laughs> yeah, and it brings people direct to the website, of course, as well, which is a big advantage exactly. over YouTube. And exactly. so do you feel that that, like you mentioned at the beginning now, since you've gone from English and French to pure French, that you now have time for content, do you feel that you have a nice a sort of system with that that you've fallen into now? Yeah, I've, I followed this advice of batching, mm. of doing things, you know, the same day and... I've taken a day off yeah. per week, which Amazing. was impossible at the beginning because you just don't like talking, you're selling your time, you just want to make money. And honestly, when I started, I had, I think, what did I have? I had $2,000, you know, just for savings and to say, okay, I have to survive because we didn't come, you know, we needed need an income right away. I have a family to support. Yeah. And I think the first month I made... We can speak about numbers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first number I made two hundred dollars. The second month I made four hundred. The third month I made nine hundred. And the fourth month I was at one thousand three hundred dollars. And that's the first time in Vietnam that I was thought, okay, I'm bringing my part, you know, yeah. in my family. This is my my way of supporting my family, and we're okay. And from then it's always it's always been up. Amazing. So. That's really cool. Of course, I've raised my prices on italki and then some of the students on italki converted on um, students on French Sunnyside directly. Yeah. It took a bit of time, by the way. This is another subject, but it took a, a bit of time for me to get students direct yeah. to French Sunnyside. How many do I have? 
Not many. I think I celebrate my first student coming directly to me in January this year. So that's also important because I think, you know, it takes time to figure out when to create content. And especially, it depends your situation. But like I said, I'm homeschooling my child. My child. Mm. So I'm only working part of the day. You know, I think if I had been doing only this, then maybe I would have gone faster in content creation and all of that. But I've made choices and I, I like my choices, but that also means I had to be more patient. Yes, yes. I think that's really important because it's it can, it can feel like, okay, so I'm going to start teaching online and I'm going to have 10 students within a month. So then obviously I'm going to have 20 within two months and 30 within three months. And actually no. not only is that not sustainable in terms of the growth you know when does that end it's not sustainable in terms of like the time and the hours that you want to have to teach like you say you have one day off a week you're homeschooling your one child right you're yeah homeschooling your, your son my daughter daughter sorry and um yeah, no and, problem <laughs> and so it's like you you want to be able to do these things and doing yeah. what you do and being able to teach online is giving you that freedom to decide and say look exactly I'm going to, take a day off I'm going to homeschool my exactly. child this is also something that we tend to forget because we have these these feelings or this this you know society gives you this image that if you want to succeed a business you have to work oh, 20 yeah. hours a day yeah and that's the quickest way to burn out and that's Absolutely. not why we do it we do it to make to be freer Mm. So you have to make it sustainable. And at the beginning, I was teaching maybe five, six hours a day and sometimes seven. And I was when I was doing seven, I was thinking, this is too much for me. I'm starting to have pain in my neck, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, and thinking, oh, you know, I, I love it. I have fun, but this is so much and I don't have energy the next day. And then with time, I just thought, you know what? Five is my absolute maximum. I cannot mm. teach more than five hours a day and not every day for sure. And so you, and now I have about you yeah. you're deciding that because you're in charge as well that's the other big right. difference right you're mm. in charge so don't be the boss you don't want to have right i mean we yeah. tend to be to be tougher than our bosses was at school but you sh we should be like more understanding and more like it's look we need to have growth and you need to want it of course you're a business owner now so you have to go for it for sure but it has to be sustainable because otherwise this thing is, I think it's a game of patience, really. You have to be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not a, a magic trick, you know? So in order to be patient and to wait for what, what for me, like a year and a half, since my first student that came directly to me was in January. If you have to wait a year and a half to have your student that comes straight to you and not through italki or any other platform, then if it's not sustainable, I would have already quit. You know, mm. yeah. You need. So you it's need about something. It's thinking, what can you do while that side is growing? And I and I think now you know with teaching online, there's so many ways. And you've mentioned just two that are working for you: the one-on-one -on -one and the retreats. There's so many right. other things. You know, an online course, digital products, physical products, exactly. even group classes, coaching, all of these different offers that can give you that can allow you especially things that are digital can allow you that flexibility to build a sort of sustainable foundation in terms of income while you're building up that one-on-one -on -one side of things as well exactly. so you're not panicking month to month and you know so it's it's so good and I'm so glad to hear that 
everything's worked out so well for you. I remember how excited everyone was in those group calls when you said, so I'm moving to Vietnam in three months time. I'll be thinking, wow, amazing. It's it's all part for me when I, and, and I see this, this, of course, time to seems, time, sorry, time seems to have been so much faster because we don't have season here so much. So I feel like yeah. it's been three months and that adds, but it's, it's it's really part of this whole life changing you know plan and everything falls into places perfectly because teaching online gives me this flexibility of being able to be with my child to homeschool her to travel because of course if I'm in Asia I'm going to travel mm. and yeah it means that most of the year when I travel I do travel with my computer and I do teach but this is a good thing for the listeners in December 2018 no 2017 so six months about six months after starting yeah. I was teaching on the beach guys <laughs> <laughs> so all of those like hashtag laptop lifestyle hashtag digital nomad that was you you were doing it six yeah. months in yeah and that was amazing because I was I was teaching my, my daughter was with my with my husband the morning and I was teaching then and then all afternoon I was enjoying you know my holiday so of course it's good to have it I mean I do have real holidays once a year but because it's so flexible I I don't need as much as when I was in school you know in school you have one or two weeks every six weeks and that's just like it's it's life-saving holidays you need them because you need to prepare and your energy and everything but here I, I do what I love every day I wake up with a smile every day and yes you have to learn to priority to prioritize you have to learn lots of things but it doesn't have to happen overnight mm -hmm. patience is key and honestly most of the tools that you've given me I still use and this has given me just like like you said, this is starter. It's a starter toolkit. This is to start with, and it's a great basis, and it just make dreams possible. Oh, well, my final question was going to be: What would you say to someone considering starting to starting to teach online? But I feel like you've given so much wisdom already. So I'm going to ask: What would you say if someone's thinking, "Oh, maybe I'll join the online teaching starter kit"? What would you say? I go for it. <laughs> <laughs> go for it definitely go for it and and it's it's packed with value and it's tools that it's not only for three months it's it lasts three months the training i think if i'm correct uh it yes. lasts well months. six months now we have monthly calls now six months mm. all right wonderful so it lasts six months but it's valuable for years because i'm still using it now and yeah. i i haven't finished every part of it by the way because some parts i thought that's not for now and I don't know how to use this now. I don't need it. That's fine, you know. But I know I can go back anytime. And I really, really appreciate this added value of being able to participate in uh, future video conference calls with the next students. Mm. I think this is very valuable because then you can also bring values to the others by helping them. And you can hear their issues and remember where you were. And maybe where you still are and learn more because technology changes and, you know, strategies changes as well change as well and it's a, a very and I was surprised I, I didn't really understand that the first time that I still had access so I had these emails a year later saying hey yeah. you know you have to join the, the videos and I was like that's not for me like I already participated I was like wait a minute 
can yeah. I? It's amazing. <laughs> it's an amazing bonus. Yeah, yeah, you can. And like all the upgrades, like this time around, um, I've been kind of drafting out a whole new module. So you'll get access to that as well. Ooh, <laughs> so there's a whole new, whole new section coming, which is very exciting. And yeah, everything that's added. Because, you, you know, I think it's important that you do get to keep that access because like you say, some things might not be applicable right now. And then you'll think, oh, that's later, that's later. And then if it's only, oh, you have only access for three months or six months or a year, and then it's gone, you're going to forget to go back. So having it forever, I think is really important. So I'm glad that it's glad to know that it's useful. Thank you mm -hmm. so, so much. This has been an absolute pleasure to, to talk to you and to catch up a little bit more and to hear your story. So thank you very, very much. Where can people find out more about you online? So they can find me at www.frenchsunnyside.com. That's my website. They can also find me on YouTube, French Sunnyside, vlogs mainly, and on Instagram, French Sunnyside. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Jessica, merci beaucoup. And I'll speak to you very soon. Bye. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> so we've just gone off air, so to speak. We've just finished the recording. And then Jessica started telling me, oh, I didn't tell you about the French clinic thing that I'm doing. And then explained it to me and I'm like, I need to pick up the microphone again. So can you just explain <laughs> the other thing that you've added in? Well, when, when did you start this? Uh, in December, December, in December, last December. And the idea came by watching this series called, um, what is it? How to get away with murder. Okay. <laughs> it's not very mindful. But the teacher runs, the teacher runs clinics. Um, showing students with real life, you know, issues, and they they have to put their brains together and find solutions for each other or for the case in at stake. So I thought, you know what, that would be amazing because my students are learning one on one with me, and they're doing only that. They don't have the group, the group calls. With, I don't, I didn't do group calls, so I should, I should do group calls. And I thought this is a great thing because they get to ask questions. That you know, of course they can ask me questions in the private lessons, but I don't. I don't want them to have my answers. I don't want them to have a teacher answer. I want them to put their brains together and come up with solutions for each other. So I started that French clinic, Heal Your French, and it's five students max because I want everyone to be able to talk. And with five students, we do about two questions each. And they ask the question related to French or strategy or, you know, how to learn this or resources or apps or whatever, or grammar or really, you know, down to earth questions as well. And instead of answering them myself, I let them answer the questions of each other. And the feedback's been really good. So people have been like, normally I would send an email to say, hey, what did you think? No need. I have direct <laughs> feedback emails coming straight saying this is amazing. Uh, it was hard to speak with other people because that gets them out of the comfort zone. You know, after a while, when students teach with their with students speak with their teacher, they get, you know, acquainted and it's very casual and they're not scared anymore. And they shouldn't be scared, of course, but they they are comfortable listening to my accent and with my pace. You know, they they they're used to that. But listening to other learners speak French with their own accent, first of all, it shows them that, okay, um, I don't speak perfectly and that's okay. Other people do it as well. I make mistakes and other people make mistakes too. Yeah. 
And we're all intermediate, we all have similar struggle because of course the question that student one is going to ask, that's the same question that student A has at that level. So they can help each other with what they know and I can help them with none of with what none of them know. And just giving them examples and from the examples they draw conclusions and they answer to each other. And that has worked wonderfully. Amazing. And you do these, you, you said, twice a month, right? Twice so a month, yeah. yeah. Twice a month. It's $15, $15 for an hour, yeah. which is a great deal for them. And so, of course, five students, $15. I just made my time better. <laughs> yeah, much better. I love this. This is such a brilliant idea. And I was saying to you, I'm thinking, how can I adapt this? What can I do with this? And I think that's what... Let's, you're saying that a benefit of the, the group sessions with the, for your students is that they get to speak to others and think, oh yeah, same problem. You know, like we mentioned earlier with the group coaching calls for OTSK, that idea of being able to bounce ideas off each other and be like, oh yeah, how would this work in my business or how would that work in theirs and things like that. So yeah, I just wanted to add this on because I think this is a wonderful idea that you've got going. So, okay. That was all. That was our little addition. Thank you. For real. <laughs> You've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast for online language teachers and budding ones too, brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. If you want more from me, this episode, may I recommend my brand new free teaching tools guide with a checklist and complete with a compact reference review of each key tool so you can stop wasting time searching around for the right things you need to start or grow and start actually teaching languages online. To get your free teaching tools guide, visit lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teaching tools. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. And that's it from me this week. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.